Oh, Tommy. Hello, Alex. How are you doing? Oh, really good, thanks. Great. Looking forward to being here this evening for Harbour Go Online. It's going to be great. Um, basically, you are here today just to have a chat, have a conversation about justice and injustice. Um, and I think a great way to start is to address the elephant in the room. So obviously, with the unfortunate and unjust murder of George Floyd on May the 25th, um, there's been this uproar um, against racism, not only in the US, but also here in the UK. Um, and I would love to know what the church's stance and response has been on the whole situation. Oh, so um, it's such a privilege to be able to speak about it. And I think it's probably worth me saying that when I talk about it, the only real voice that I can offer is um, the voice of somebody who leads a church mm. and speaking into it in terms of my own understanding of what God would be saying and what the Holy Spirit is leading me as I lead our church to say. Oh. So I'm not an expert in race relations. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not an expert in um, some areas of like restorative justice. That's mm. not my, but I do really sense that the Holy Spirit is on the move. Wow. Um, and I really have seen that um, the, that God is calling the church to be a voice in mm. this movement. Um, and I think that's the most important thing. Um, you, you, you use this line, which I've seen everywhere else, is that silence can't be our statement. Yeah. And I feel really committed that the church needs to stand up and needs to stand with people and say that black lives matter mm. and need to say that we absolutely condemn racism of all kind. Mm. And I think that the biggest shift... Um, which I would love to encourage in our church um, and to those people who maybe have less understanding of some of the issues is that racism yeah. is not, um, there's my cat wandering around, he's coming to see you is he? Um, racism is not um, purely just somebody being overtly racist. Right. And I think that's what we need to say is yeah. if somebody's uh, sort of saying, oh, you know, I've, I'm not racist, I'm not that. It's like, oh, this is so much deeper and mm. so much bigger than that. And I think that's where um, the church has a voice and, and needs to speak into that. And that's why I'm excited. We're speaking about justice yeah. um, more than just um, uh, one particular issue is that this this is important for all of us mm. all the time. So good. So good. And um, I think something that I have noticed is that within the church, um, within the congregation, uh, there's so many people, not just black people, white people who are interested and keen on helping um, fighting this, this battle against racism, um, but they may not exactly know what they can do. So do you have any advice to the congregation as to how exactly they can help? Well, it's advice to myself as well. Mm. Um, so I think for people, well, I don't know what you'd say, Izzy, but I think there are, there are different experiences going on right now. Yeah. There are people who, um, probably majority white people, who are keen to help, but perhaps don't have personal experience of racial injustice in their lives. Right. And so for them, I think it's educate, 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 mm. read what you need to read, speak to your friends who are black, speak to people of colour, look at what people are saying and, and listen. Um, and that's what I've been trying to do because I, um, I know that I will never personally understand what mm. it's like for somebody of colour in our church right now, mm. but I can listen mm. and I can educate myself so that I'm trying to speak with a bit more authority and a bit more understanding and empathy. Mm. Um, so that's the thing. And I think also we have a responsibility as a community to respond pastorally. And this is really interesting um, uh, call for people to look out right now mm. for their friends of colour and people that they know. And I would say that 
it's important to see colour. Right. And that's difficult because actually, you know, we're also told from a young age, don't see colour. Right. And so there's a tension there, right, isn't right, there? Right, right. You know, and that's not easy. But I, I think what I'm sensing, and when I've spoken to people of colour from our congregation, I spoke to a guy this morning and um, he's sort of, you know, in his mid-30s, married two kids, and I, I just reached out and said, are you okay? Mm. And I felt really silly because mm. I was like, oh, of course he's okay. Like, oh, I don't... Um, and actually his response was like, I'm so grateful mm. that you took the time to ask. And I was actually surprised that he that he didn't just sort of brush it off, that he was like, yeah, something's going on. Mm. And that's what we're noticing is that people of colour are, it's drawing out personal injustices that they've perhaps faced for years, wow. but never had the voice to speak it out. No, 100% um, agree with everything you said. And I think even talking about it now, it's fair to say that this isn't just um, an issue of black versus whites or even racism, but rather this is a an issue of injustice. Um, and I noticed as well that in the Bible, injustice is heavily, heavily referenced throughout. Um, so I would love if you could maybe mention uh, what the Bible has to say on the matter of injustice. Yeah, I think there's two things that mm. are really important that the Bible speaks really clearly about, and they are justice and unity. Wow. Um, and just to start actually with unity, is the worst possible thing that could happen now is more division. Yeah. Um, you know, the Bible talks, um, St. Paul writing in the New Testament says there is no longer slave, no longer free, mm. no longer man, because what he's saying is that we are all God's children mm. and our identity in Christ is greater than any other identity. And so that I think is to say, we, we want to come together united mm. behind the cause of justice, mm. that we need to fight together for justice. And I would be, I'd be really devastated if this led to more division. Yeah. And that's why I'm so keen that as a church, we respond by saying we're going to stand together in this and do what we can together to always give one another the benefit of the doubt, to listen, to learn, to yeah. play our part together. Yeah. So there's something about unity. And then there's a big thing about justice. Yeah. The Bible cries out for justice. Mm. Um, I read something actually in one of the commentaries this morning that says the Old Testament, the, the Hebrew word for justice, really better translates as restorative justice and that's to say that justice isn't neutrality or putting a wrong right mm -hmm. justice is proactive and right. it seeks justice right. that jesus seeks out and calls out justice from okay. the world mm. and that our role isn't to be passive or isn't to say okay well let's put so it's to it's and that's the the important voice that the church must play now mm. is that we have this voice to speak justice out Definitely. and to call it out. Um, there's an amazing part in Amos, um, a really just a great verse where um, it's Amos um, chapter five, verse 24. And it says, but let justice roll on like a river, righteousness like a never failing stream. Wow. The message version of that says, um, I want justice, oceans of it. Mm. I want fairness rivers of it mm. but that picture of oceans and rivers is about advance right. is that justice is advancing and moving a river cuts through rock mm. and i think that's the kind of justice that we're called called to wow that's amazing really really informative um sticking on what the bible says isaiah 61 verse 1 says for the lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor he has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. In relation to injustice and everything going on right now, what can we as Christians and humans learn from that verse? 
I mean, well, I love that verse. It's um, one of the verses that we hold right at the heart of our For the City Ministries. Mm. Um, part, partly the, the first thing is that the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me. Mm. And I think that if you are watching and you're not a person of faith, then you've got just as much role and you know responsibility to speak justice. And I would say that for those of us who do have faith, it would be strange to me for, to hear somebody of faith saying that that's not what the Spirit is doing in right. them. The Holy Spirit puts in you a desire to speak out against injustice. Right. But it starts with the Holy Spirit. It starts with coming before the Lord and also taking a moment. You know, what I've had to do is sort of ask the Holy Spirit to point out in me where I've been getting things wrong mm. and actually a call to repentance mm. and to say, Lord, would you show me where I've unconsciously been biased would mm. you show me where i've been part of the system that has oppressed black voices mm. and that's really hard and uncomfortable but the spirit like gently convicts and draws that out in you right. but in order to bring to move you forward um so i think there's something about starting with the holy spirit yeah and then um always the spirit calls us to speak out for the least the last and the lost so i love the um line from a few years ago, I heard Brian Stevenson, a human rights lawyer from yeah. the States who fights for mostly black lives on death row because black people are by far overrepresented on death row. Yeah. They're much more likely to be wrongly convicted and to be killed yeah. um, for crimes. And um, he said the opposite of poverty isn't wealth. Mm. The opposite of poverty is justice. Wow. And um, he said that yeah, that's why we have to fight for justice. Yeah. And so whether it's the prisoner, whether it's for women who need justice, that as we, as, as the Holy Spirit pours into a desire to make a difference to mm. to, to poverty, it, it's so symbiotic with justice. Mm. I think so. That's, that's really good. And I think that kind of helps people have a new take on justice as well, um, seen as a, a battle that we can all fight. Um, if you've noticed on social media, silence is not our statement has been referenced nearly all over the place. Um, but just how important is it for us, not only as Christians, um, but as humans to come together and stand up and speak up um, in the face of injustice? I think it's hugely important. I think also partly because um, I was speaking to someone the other day and she said, oh, it feels like right now people are hearing black voices. Yeah. And she said, actually it feels as though we need to get everything out really quick before yeah. our voices are silenced yeah. again and that struck me as like oh it's it's on me to make sure that those black voices are never silenced mm. again to keep the conversation going and moving forward you spoke on friday night to tom Limebear, who yeah. really practically helped put together a template to um uh, talk to our local mps about what we can do yeah. and i thought that's the kind of thing that we now need to be doing is yeah. how do we ensure that this isn't a flash in the pan sort of moment yeah. it's not a cultural moment this is centuries of history and we have a mo we have this opportunity right now to shift the story mm. but we can't let this slip past and we can't just go back to our own patterns and it reminds me of what's been going on with coronavirus actually yeah. that i think the holy spirit is reshaping us and calling us to a new different life 100%. there's not going we're not going to go back i think that the holy spirit wants to fundamentally shift the conversation and the the part that we play in it wow so good um, just lastly, as Christians and followers of Jesus, um, with everything going on, what should our response be and look like um, whenever injustice tries to come into our culture um, and into our society? I think um, what I would say, and I've been thinking about this, is 
that all of us have an obligation to not be... I don't know if you've ever heard the term slacktivist. So <laughs> it's easy to um, post a black square on Instagram. Yeah. And I think that's important that we do that because it, from people who I've spoken to, they've said actually that people joining in the conversation has encouraged them, yeah. um, especially when it's educated and informed. Yeah. It's actually almost detrimental if it's done uninformed because... Um, people are speaking in without taking the time to listen so i think that's really really important what would be better is if you said oh, i'm going to make my life about this yeah i'm going to retrain as a human rights lawyer mm. i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to pour in not just um you know my instagram feed but i'm going to make my life about f- fighting justice and it takes time and effort yeah. Yeah. and it's not something that you can just go oh you know i've i've made a difference it might cost you something mm. and there might be some sacrifice in mm. your life and it might be a shift in your life, actually, about what you spend your time doing. Mm. And that's the call. And I think particularly for young people who have this particular passion right now. That's what I've seen. And that's what I'm excited about is like young voices are being heard. Yeah. And it's young people who are moving this movement forward. Mm. And wouldn't it be amazing if the world was reshaped by young voices saying, actually, I don't want to live in a world that looks like this. Yeah. But I'm not just going to sort of say it's not OK. I'm going to take the time to pour my intelligence, my creativity, my hard work, mm. my effort mm. to making an actual difference. So and that's what um, that's what I would encourage people who are watching and, and listening is like, let's be the change. Yeah. Oh, it's so cheesy. But no, like, no, it's, it's the truth though. It's cheesy, it's, but, yeah. it is the truth. Um, Alex, thank you so much for, for having this sit down with me and having this conversation. And let's hope that people take this further than um, not just trend setting or being part of what social media said they should be part of but rather they start taking action they start educating themselves and start doing the right responses thank you again thanks izzy thanks so much i think we should um, i think we should pray we're going to worship again in a second but i think we should pray um because it's the holy spirit like i said mm. that draws out this passion and desire for justice but also the holy spirit who brings healing to pain mm-hmm. and my sense right now is that lots of people are in pain And it's like grief. And so I'm going to pray. And uh, wherever you are, you might want to join in. Um, Just close your eyes. But Holy Spirit, we pray right now that you would pour out your presence. And for anybody who is facing grief and pain in their life, that you would bring your peace. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are the comforter. And that you comfort those who mourn. And I pray right now for people who are hurting and pain, bring your comfort. And Lord Jesus, we also desperately pray for justice. Would you rise up in each one of us a passion and a desire to play our part in seeking out justice? Now, my my sense is that there are people who are experiencing the love of Jesus which is bringing that deep sense that Jesus sees them and knows them and knows their pain and Jesus who went through the ultimate pain for us is standing with those people who are in pain right now ministering and then my my other sense is just that there are people who just are so surprised that the Holy Spirit is speaking to them about playing their part because they just haven't they've not been sensing that that's um, been on them but the spirit now is saying actually it's you I'm asking you to be a voice I'm asking you to stand up and to to be my advocate for justice in the world 
And so, Lord Jesus, we pray that as we worship you now, you would increase your presence with each one of us. Pour out your spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.